Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday is Saturday podcast. A new day, a new week. Mid-January, it's the 15th. You know what that means, right? We won't go into it. Normally, every year, I have the New Year's resolutions funeral uh, because 90% of New Year's resolutions end by today, January 15th, 2024, or January 15th, any year, you know? Oh, all of those big promises people are going to make. But hey, let's not talk about the negative. Let's accentuate the positive. Here's my question for you today. Do you have anybody in your life that pushes you, that does not allow you to argue for your limitations? If not, get that person in your life. Get somebody that can call you out on your BS. Uh, trust me, I've got an inner circle of people that, and I'm human, man. Yeah, of course. I'm, I, I'll go. I don't do it as much. Because I'm very aware now, but man, absolutely, we all just you know we have a the 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 valleys, and we go up to the mountain, and we go back to the valley. But the thing that I try to catch myself doing, and again, I am much better at this than I used to be, is catch myself making excuses. Woe is me! I'm the victim. Doesn't anybody get my story? I can't believe this happened to me. Yeah, I don't do it as much as I used to, and I can tell by the results that I used to get that I didn't have anybody in my life that would call me out on that stuff. You know, and it's not easy. Look, it's not easy to find people who can be a friend, a confidant, a coach, a mentor. I mean, that's so rare. If you got one person, two people in your life, your entire lifetime, you're lucky. Because most people are what? They're just friends. Come on, man. I don't want any friction. Like, let's just, you know, be bros or let's let's be girls and let's go do this together. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like nobody wants to say, hey, stop it. Stop doing that, man. I got to call you out on that. Rare to do. Uh, could cause some friction, especially with really good friends. So, yeah, I get it why we don't have a lot of these people. But get somebody. If you have to pay for it, get a coach. Get a mentor. Somebody who's going to call you out. And it ain't going to feel good even when a coach does it. You're going to be like, I'm paying this person to talk to me like this? Yeah, you are. Because a really good coach is somebody, if you use a football analogy, they're up in the press box, you're on the field, you're making the plays, and they're able to tell you if the play's working, if it looks good, if it looks like it's done before it ever gets started. And congratulate you, of course, support you, cheer you on, high five for all the great stuff you're doing. But I do not ever want a yes person in my life. So I'm just going to be like, oh, I know. I got it. Oh, I have said it a million times, man. I do not want pity. I don't want apathy. I don't want any of that stuff. It drives me crazy. You want to really insult me and you really want to cut right to my core, call me average. Eh, Crowley, you know, he's he's, ah, he's average. I want either either end of the spectrum. That guy's a complete doofus. I can't believe he's loud. He's fast talking. I don't know what he says. Just screaming in a microphone. That's cool. That's a, hey, that's good. That's one end. 
And of course, the other end is the, oh, Sam helped me do this. He changed my life, helped me create my message or become a public speaker or really encouraging and motivational. You know, would I love all of those? Sure. Is it even likely that you know that's that's not the real world you know but I, i'll take either end of the spectrum i do i do not want average i do not want to be around average results i want to do well why do i want, like why do we ever want to do well like why would you ever want to be wealthy so you can get a yacht no so you can help other people you know so you can give it away like you should want to have so much money it ain't about the money okay it ain't about the money i get it i know the quote for the love of money is the root of all evil i get that but you should want to become wealthy so you can help other people out. Man, when I was a kid, um, we, we <laughs> oh, our home, let's just say, well, our home sold for $4,000. That gives you an idea of what kind of shape it was in. In 1987, my mom, we finally got out of that house. We moved to Bradford, PA in 1964. I was born in 68. Dad left three months after I was born. House sells for $4,000 in 1987. And then they demolished it. I don't even know what it was, maybe 2009, 2010, somewhere, maybe 2012. I don't know. It was 10 years ago. I don't know. A buddy of mine sent me a photo of the house, and it should have been demolished 10 years before that. But my point in that is when I was growing up, there's a lot of wealthy people that knew my mom, and they didn't, you know, they didn't keep her out of the – she played bridge. You know, card game bridge? I've never known another person that plays bridge. My mom used to play bridge – weekly or at least monthly with these with these old ladies that they played bridge together of course they seemed old i'm older now than my mom was at that time i think but i called them old ladies at the time when i was a kid but you know these people had a lot of money and there was other people in town that had a lot of money and they helped us out not financially just give my mom a ride to work because our car broke down every other day or you know my mom was in the hospital one of these many times they'd come by bring food because they had the resources they had the money they had the freedom they helped us out you know, and I could, I could, you wouldn't know any of these names unless you grew up in Bradford, PA in the 70s. Uh, but I could, I remember their names. I could recite them chapter and verse on this podcast. And I'm 55 years old and I can remember their names back when I was 5, 10, 12 years old. That's the impact they had in my life. How did they have that impact in my life? Because they had the resources, they had the finances, they had the time. And it wasn't like poor people didn't help, but poor people didn't have the time or the money to help the way these people did. You know what I mean? So that's why. I would really encourage people with a big heart to go gather wealth so you can help the kingdom of God. You know, not just with your resources, with your physical labor, with your contributions and your time. Time is great. Volunteer your time if you don't have the money right now. But getting the money to get that to people that need it, that helps a lot, man. I could tell you. I could just see the relief come across my mom's face when somebody brought a meal or gave us a ride or you know gift card or, or something a gift certificate they didn't have gift cards back then a gift certificate to go to a restaurant that's the stuff that helps but in growing up in that environment i didn't want anybody's pity man i didn't i hated it oh i feel sorry oh sam i'm sorry i hated that i knew their heart was in the right spot i get it it was and they were sorry that these things whatever they were happened um, and I say the same thing to other people. I'm sorry. When, when I hear of a death in somebody's family or they went through tragedy, I don't say anything else because I don't have words. As a matter of fact, I think in, from my perspective, it does more harm than good than to try to go into this long paragraph about how you believe this happened for a greater good or they're in a better place and things like that. I never wanted to hear that. Like when I lost my mom or what we went through, we lost our first child at 20 weeks, Matthew. 
um, before our oldest was ever born, Madeline. But this was in 2000. I mean, people, they mean well. But when you start putting this word salad together, it, it just saying I'm sorry, that's I think when it first hit me around that time is if somebody just say I'm sorry, I'm thinking of you, that's good enough. So that's all I say now. That's when I'm sorry matters for me. Like, this is me, man. You might be completely different. I'm just giving you this whole podcast is dedicated to I don't want to surround myself around people that are going to enable my excuses to help me argue for the limitations in my life. Never wanted it, don't want it now, don't want it in the future. And it permeates from all the way back then, but I just didn't want anybody feeling sorry for me. I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now. And if you're trying to build something special out there, the last thing you need is somebody in your inner circle helping you, enabling you with excuses as to why you, like there's some conspiracy against why you can't get that result. Don't accept it. Just say thank you and gradually move away from those individuals and find people, even if you have to pay a coach. That's what I mean. I do. Other successful people pay coaches and mentors, not because they want them to tell them what they want to hear, but so they can tell them what they need to hear. Big difference between a coach will tell you what you want to hear. Go get them. You can do it. Mentor will tell you a good one, what you need to hear. And sometimes that's not what you want. But if you want to grow and you want to be successful, find that person. And one of the things I tell people when I hire somebody, a coach, an accountability coach, a mentor, hey, I want you to shoot me straight. All right, I don't want any platitudes. I don't want any of this smiling, grinning at me while you're thinking something. I want you to call me out if you see it. And I might push back on you. Like, hey, no, 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 you didn't see it the right way. Let me tell you what was going through my mind at the time. You might be right, but you also might not be looking at it from this perspective. I will not argue for my limitations. I'll give them an opportunity maybe to see it from a different angle. And they still might come back and say, dude, no, no, you're, you're wrong. And this is why you're wrong. And don't do it again. Cool. I got it. But if you really want to grow, don't argue for your excuses. If you really want to have success, chase after it be obsessive about it don't sacrifice family don't do the stuff you know what i mean there's a balance to that but when that green light is on and you're in focus mode do it do it and then be prepared to accept feedback from people that you have in your life that are really there and here's the funny thing they're doing it because they really love you and they really want you to get the results if they didn't they would never tell you they just let you go stumble bumble fumble around and keep getting the results you've always gotten so that is a big big deal and I, I mean, I think it's one of the things that people don't talk about enough in business. We talk about all the information, all the tech, all the different strategies and things like that. But having somebody in your inner circle, somebody that you can text, call, get on a Zoom call that's going to call you on your BS, you need it, man. I need it. We all need that. And I, if, if somebody were to put a gun to my head and say, what's been one of, not the biggest, but one of the biggest reasons you were able to keep momentum with this every day is Saturday brand for so long, that would be one of them. I'd be right up there at the top of the list, surrounding myself with people who can see my blind spots, call me out on my BS, and they're not a yes person. That's it. That's the podcast today. Hope you found some value in it. Hope you planted a seed in good soil. All right, let's go. It's a brand new week. It's the middle of January. You're on fire. Say it with me, gang. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you. 
find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Every Day is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Every Day Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Every Day is Saturday podcast.